0: Next time on a very spooky fine dining podcast, the season one finale, TGI Friday's the 13th. Oh, you betcha. Pineapple's gonna hit the fan as Michael's son, Juicy, or in this episode, Juice son, Voorhees, <laughs> goes on a murderous rampage and no one is safe. It gets real spooky, it gets real bloody, and not everyone's gonna make it to the end of the episode. Who will live, who will die, Listen to Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. Break down a trip to TGI Fridays based on the atmosphere, the service, and the food. And try not to be scared to death. Hear the thrilling finale of Fine Dining, Wednesday, October 25th, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Nurses, train drivers, postal workers? Let me ask you this. How would you like it if we opinion columnists went on strike? How would you cope with that? I'm Harriet Langley Swindon, and this is Nonsensored. Hello, and welcome to Nonsensored, the best bits from my very real daily radio show, which is on exactly the radio station you think it is. I'm Harriet Langley-Swindon and I'm joined as ever by producer Martin. Martin, what was your favourite bit of the week?
0: Oh, well, for me, it's always when I get to go to uh, my big big supermarket on a Wednesday. I like to get out there, see what the deals are saying. I think if you nip in at about five-ish, you can get some discounts. Those little uh, yellow stickers of, of yeah, quality, right. I call them. <laughs> yeah, it's always a bit of fun. I'm out on my own. I just listen to my favourite music and um, that's, that's probably been my best bit of the week so far.
1: No, Martin, best bit of the show this week?
0: Oh, right, yes, of course. Well, I mean, we had uh, Rachel Paris on the show, of course. Very exciting to have her on here. And, um, oh, and we had a call in from uh, Margaret from Cornwall uh, giving us a little little bit of her opinion on cycle lanes.
1: Yes, but as ever, there was stuff we just didn't have time for. We cancelled all our World Cup coverage, all of it. Didn't see any point now England are out.
0: Yes, I, I mean, you'd just be watching the best sportsman in history. What would be the point of that?
1: Exactly. We also had a brilliant piece about Twitter, but it sadly gave away the location of Twitter HQ and Elon Musk asked us to delete it.
0: Yes, I'm not sure that is what doxing means, but... Um, I know your blue tick is very important to you and we, we we don't want to lose that.
1: Let's kick off with the strikes. Now, we had a series of fascinating phone calls this week, didn't we, Martin?
0: Yes, um, very interesting. Uh, I'm not yes. sure exactly quite what happened there, but um, we, we certainly got an opinion.
1: And apologies to Mick Lynch for reasons which will become apparent. In a moment we are going to be speaking to Mick Lynch but before we do we wanted to speak to someone who works for the railways and I think we've got
2: Alison on the line. Hello Alison. Hi Harriet, yeah it's me it's Alison. Alison where are you calling from today? Uh, I'm actually calling from Southend. Oh, brilliant. Wonderful. That, Alison, I believe you work in the railway business. hmm That's right. Yes, I do snacks. Right. And are you striking? No, I'm not. I'm actually not part of the RMT. Uh, originally, I was. I I thought they uh, did good work. There was a lot of pressure to join. But I, I, I have to tell you, I'm on £75,000 a year. Oh. I think it would be nothing more oh, than greed indeed, right. for me to to strike yes. and ask for more. And and I know that might not be popular, but I uh, I had what? to come on and say that. I'm I'm on a very good salary and I'm very grateful to uh the, the railway snack industry for what, this. what
0: do you actually do in, in snacks, Alison, if you don't mind us asking. To, so
2: I, snacks. Snacks on trains. It's yeah you you... Snacks on trains, Mark, oh snacks, right. Martin. Okay, sorry, my, on my, my
1: bad. Yeah. you can you can get uh, you can cravers. get uh, tea, yeah. no, I've, coffee, I've been...
0: a yes, little
1: bottles of champagne, like tracker. As well,
0: that's one of them, isn't it? Oh, a tracker bar, sure.
1: Well, I'm mean, Alison. I mean, I think that's very brave of you because I imagine the peer pressure is immense. Mm-hmm. They're just forcing everyone to go on strike whether they want to or not.
2: Yes. Uh, yeah. And I, I'm aware you're about to speak to um, Mick Lynch, but I just wanted to get yes. my point of view across.
1: Thank you. No, it's important to hear it from all right. sides. And that's what mm-hmm. we do on this programme. Bless you, Alison.
2: Thank you very much, Harriet. Thank you.
1: Actually, that makes me think, I know you've got Mick Lynch on the line, Martin, but I want to hear from a nurse. We've got a nurse in the, in, in the little phone waiting room, surely.
0: Uh, yes. Yeah. Sure. I can. Uh, I can just patch them through there.
1: Hello. Hello. Who am I speaking to? Hi. Um. I'm Alison. Hi. A nurse. Oh, Alison. Alison. We've just had an Alison. Where are you speaking from?
2: Uh. Oh. I'm from Um, Foulness Island. Alison from Foulness Island. Hello. Yeah. Thank you for joining the show. So mm-hmm. you're a nurse. Yes. Now, are you currently on strike? No. I'm not. I'm I'm actually, uh, I was part of the nurses' union. I've been a nurse for 30 years in nursing, and I was part of the nurses' wow. union, but I, I left because uh, it just seemed to be a bit of a girls' club. And, I, I mean, I have to tell you, I know yes. that nurses are striking because they're saying that the uh, pay has not matched the rate of inflation now for a number of years, but I'm actually on £100,000 a year as a as a nurse as right. a nursing as a nurse so I didn't feel that it would be right for me to strike
1: yeah and I imagine that's that's quite standard pay for a nurse isn't it
2: uh it's I mean it's not the starting rate but once you've been doing yeah. it for 25 30 years then then th- that is what you can expect Could that's I the lower end
0: what what it is that you do in the nursing profession mm-hmm. Just it might help our listeners understand the sort of different uh, we, roles that people play and why so many do feel the need to strike.
2: Yeah, so you know hospitals. Yes, I've, I do the, Do
0: it in one of those. Oh, in Falmouth Island. Right. Oh, this is a hospital Wonderful. nursing. Yes, right. Okay. Could I just ask where 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 is Falmouth Island? It's quite near Southend. Right, okay. Okay, um, Martin, let's not,
2: let's not interrogate
1: her. She's well, not no, I mean this. just um, trying to just, get the uh,
0: information.
2: Alison, bless you. I wish you all the best. Stay strong. And Thank you, and thank you for just letting me say my piece because yes. I just think there's there's a lot of greed yeah, out uh, there. Merry Christmas. Christmas Merry happened,
0: Christmas, but, Alison.
2: Yeah. Now look, sorry,
1: Martin, I really feel we're on a roll here. So in, instead of, I, I know we've got Mick Lynch, we will get to him, but... Do we have anyone, um, a teacher, a teacher we could speak to?
0: We do. We we have got a teacher on on the line here. Mick Lynch is getting a little aggravated on the other line. I can just tell you that, which no, we probably he can likes that though, doesn't he? Too. Okay, I'll I'll just I'll put them through now.
2: Hello, who am I speaking to? Hi, hi, uh, I'm Alison. Alison, hello, hi. Alison. Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from Shopland. Shopland wonderful Alison from Shopland,
1: Shopland. first time caller
2: yes <laughs> yes
1: yeah. now Alison i believe you're a teacher is that correct
2: that's right yes
0: um i teach um Could, in schools wait, mm? i mean i'm sorry Alison can i can i just check this you you haven't phoned in already today have you uh,
1: no. Oh. no she said she's a first time caller
0: martin is shopland's near south end it's, a, it's two L's. Two Shoplands with it's two L's in Alison Shoplands. Yeah. Just one. Alison, have you just phoned in twice Matthew, in a row? Re- Alison, no. Alison, I'm being serious now. Do you have three? No, phones? it's two L's in Alison.
2: My name's two, got two L's. Different, different. Alison,
0: have you phoned in three no. times? Let's
2: let Alison speak, please, Martin. Thank you. Um, I'm a teacher um, in schools. That's where they work, mm. and I'm actually not part of the teachers union um when I initially became a teacher on a very good starting salary I should say um I was part of the teachers union but I had to leave because there was um, a bit of an atmosphere and I mean I have to tell you I'm I'm a teacher I've been teaching in the profession for a long time and I'm on Mm 125,000 pounds a year I think that's a good salary. I don't know what world I think it's a great salary. That's you know, that and that's not an unstandard teacher's salary. You can expect to find teachers on a lot more than that. And I think there's a lot of bandwagon yeah. jumping with these with these strikes that are being planned. And and yes. I I will not be doing it. I'm I just believe in in um teaching and what they do, what we do. So I Alison, do what it. Do oh, what, Alison, what do you teach? What do you teach, Alison? Bless you.
0: Alison, what, what do you teach? Chil- children.
2: I think that's beautiful.
1: I think, Alison, mm. Alison, and also you just, I mean, you just look at some of these teachers and I just think, I mean, clearly mm. you aren't, but I look at them and I go, oh, sorry, are they just greedy and lazy? Is that—is that what the problem is? They don't want to work, I, and they just want more
2: money when they get so much. I mean, I'd like six weeks paid holiday every summer wouldn't you and I get it (laughs) as a teacher yes yes I would (laughs) Alison
1: thank you so much for coming on the show all the best thank you Martin I know we've got Mick Lynch uh, on the line but we I just want to speak to one more striker
0: okay I'll put her through right now here you go
2: hello who am I speaking to hi Harriet it's Alison Listen, hello, Alison. One, Alison. I've got one L and what, two Ns. What ends. do you do? What's yep. your job? That's
0: very specific.
2: Uh, I actually right. work for the post office, where, you you know, posting stuff, oh, I work wonderful. for them. Mm-hmm. Are you striking at the moment? I'm actually not. No, Um. when I first joined the post office. Mm. uh.
0: Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, interesting. I, that, I know, that's... and I,
2: when I joined the mm. post office, it was we were very encouraged. You
0: were, you were part of the union, weren't you, Alison?
2: Yeah, And but the... And, too much of a... But,
0: Boys with short, shorts. No,
2: on. yeah, a little Club. bit actually, because that's what they were, what we were, and and I didn't feel that I belonged mm-hmm. in there. It felt like um, an awful lot of talk went on there that I didn't like, so I left the union. As and look, yeah. I'm, I'm a post office staff person from Ballads Gore. Yeah.
0: What uh, do you do? What do you do, Alison?
2: I, I'm a postal that's office
0: cool. worker.
2: Work for the po- like post, like
1: post letters, post. Martin.
2: And how much you want? I'm on a million pounds a year. So why would I strike? Right. One million it's pounds, very right. lazy yeah. and why would, to strike. Okay. Why, so why were they saying?
3: striking?
1: That's postal. Um, okay. Well, so. Listen, Salary. Alison. Thank you so much for coming on. All the best. Keep thank you. standing strong against those. Good you know, luck against with those strikers trying to pull you in into their.
2: Stay the, yeah, I'm books. going to deliver yeah. everyone's post and ballad score today because I, I owe it to them to have a Merry Christmas.
1: Thanks so much, Great. Alison. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Martin, I don't know why you keep taking over these interviews. I I am supposed to be the the interviewer here. Okay, I, it's just I know how to do it. Okay, I know I know I I I do my due diligence as a journalist. So can you just remember that, please? Can we just have Mick,
0: Mick Lynch on now, please? he hung up a long time ago probably about halfway through the second alison to be honest
1: Uh well that's probably fine isn't it we we know what he's going to say it's the same old thing We also heard from one of our regular listeners, oh, Martin, she was such a joy, wasn't she?
0: Oh, yes, a wonderful little uh, interaction with with Margaret, who's always trying to get through, but um, thankfully we we, we don't always let her on.
1: Absolute joy. Uh, Let's have a listen. So I'm joined on the line by Margaret. Margaret, hello, welcome to the show. You're through to us.
3: Hello, Harriet.
1: I'm a big fan. Oh, thank you, Margaret. always good to get a fan on. Now, Margaret, what are you calling in about today?
3: I'm ringing in about the local village. It has become untenable as right. a pedestrian. Or a driver. Uh, I don't drive, but I'm on the side of drivers. There are cycle lanes, left, right, centre, Harriet. Everywhere. recognise the road if you saw mm. it. Oh, the
0: goodness. Three, three cycle lanes in... Like, it on, on the same road. Is that, yes. is that right?
3: Yes. Two on one side. One in the middle. No, there's more. There's several. There's two. There's so many that I can see. It. it looks like Spaghetti Junction. Margaret, where is this? This sounds absolutely hideous. Uh, this is Reading.
0: Right. Right. OK. Is, is there a chance that you might just be in a designated uh, cycle superhighway? I mean, oh, it, it sounds like... Don't
3: talk to me about cycle superhighways. They're the bane of my life. But they're everywhere. They're on main roads, they're on country roads, they're, on, they're in the cycled superhighways, they're in parks, they're in gardens, they're in schools. They're everywhere. Cyclists can go wherever they like.
1: Do you feel that cars and, and drivers of cars have become a minority now? Of
3: course. Yes. They're the victims. Highest. Oh, my goodness. Persecuted. Persecuted yes. by the cyclists. And you know, every time I see a cyclist having right of way, they're always laughing. They're laughing at you, looking at you, mocking, because they know they've won.
1: And do they do they actually laugh? I mean, are they actually laughing or are they.
3: Yes. Of, they they, they're actually laughing. Going,
0: It does sound a little cruel and malicious. I mean, no-one likes to be laughed at, especially while in a high-speed vehicle. Um,
3: Exactly. Exactly, Martin. Martin, I'm not a fan of yours, but sometimes you do say the right thing. I will say that
2: for
1: you. He does have his moments, Margaret. Thank you. I
3: I understand, Harriet, that it is nice to have a man doing the official technical side of things on the show
1: oh yes I mean I don't understand all of that you know I need I need
3: him in there to do
1: that to (laughs) press all the little
3: buttons (laughs) yes absolutely oh it is nice to talk to you Harry I'm such a fan of yours you know there's not many women you can look up to in this life thank you but it's you and Thatcher and that's it oh wonderful oh thank you that that means a lot that means a lot Thank
1: you, and and listen. Thank you for raising awareness about this this issue because I I had no idea things had got that bad.
3: So bad, Harry. and it's not just mm. where I live; it's it's everywhere, all over the country. I'm oh afraid. my goodness! It's going to be like soon there'll be no cars. There'll be oh no cars, God. and people will just walk or cycle. No, what will happen next no. oh. in the world?
0: I suppose yes. everyone will be laughing wherever they go, probably oh. because the well, yes, because we've traditionally
1: been a car country.
3: We've been a car we country. We are. We yeah. are. Britain relies on it. How are we going to get up to... Uh, go anywhere else? Well, exactly, we have, Margaret. We can't drive. No. We train? No, thank you. They're striking anyway. Don't get yeah. started on that.
1: Yes. No, do you know what? I think you're right, traitors. Um, Margaret, thank you very much for calling in. You've yep. been a star. And, do you uh, drive safely? And Margaret, oh, thank you. if you see one of those cyclists laughing at you, you know what you should do? You should
3: point at them and laugh right back. Oh, thank but, you, Harriet. I mean, I'll do that, well, but I'll push them over.
0: OK. I don't know if we can Yes, uh, and do that. encourage yes. that. But...
3: I'll push them over. Thank you, Harriet. You're a lovely girl. Thank you, Margaret. Oh, take care. Bye. Oh, wait. Sorry. Can I say yes. something about Jewish people?
1: Now, our interview this week was with Rachel Paris, an English comedian, musician, actress and presenter, and she's uh, most known for hosting the satirical news show Late Night Mash. Um, always good to have a satirist on, I suppose, isn't it, Martin?
0: Oh, yes, nice to see their uh, unique take on how the world works and also to offer a little bit of support for those who feel they might be trapped in um, <clears throat> less than ideal relationships. Oh,
1: ridiculous. Rachel Paris, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. Now, for those who don't know you, you're a comedian, a performer, a satirist, and you shot to viral stardom with a video about how easy it is to not sexually harass anyone. Um
3: I hope you don't mind saying, can I just say that I disagree? Right. So you think that it is difficult to not sexually harass people?
1: No, I'm not. I'm just saying that I often don't know whether it was a cheeky bit of banter or an outrageous assault until I know which party they're an MP
3: for. (laughs) Well, I understand that there is grey area, but I think that the grey area has always existed I think that's really important to say. I do think for the sake of comedy, we made it like there's no grey area, it's black and white. And it's not. It is nuanced. But I think the problem is that women have always known about the nuance. And perhaps now we're asking that everyone understands nuance. It's a bit more effortful.
1: But also, we don't want to tear a good man down, do we? Oh. I look at my my husband, Jonathan, who's been having a really hard time at work, Rachel. Is he a good man, Harriet? Oh, he's such a good man. Basically, he? he got in trouble, because mm. some wokey little work, I don't know, whatever you call them, experienced people, um, right. accused him of fondling her bottom. And the thing is with Jonathan is he's just affectionate, you know? He's just affectionate. Yeah. And, he, and that's the thing, isn't he's
0: it? affectionate towards a certain demographic in the office, or it's, at least they were the allegations. I mean, I don't know. Uh, if there's any truth in them there is some cctv footage but right. um, sorry
1: martin are you what are you sort of police chief against my husband no, now no
0: i was just coming out with spying the on facts. him i wasn't spying on this, him
1: see this oh. is another thing rachel you have other men trying to tear good
3: men down you I know think because of jealousy i think that's what we call men being allies mm. uh actually i mean no, i would I say what you say about your husband being affectionate, I yes. think the question is, would he touch the bum of his male colleagues? I assume that he's heterosexual only from what you've he's told me so Of course he's heterosexual. Yeah, in which case I wonder if, perhaps when you say he's affectionate, that's not universal to general affection. It is mainly to perhaps young women who are in a, lack of power in his company well I don't know I think
1: you you show affection in different ways don't you and I think if you're Um, a man you share affection with other men by you know drinking beer and thumping your chest yeah does he thump his chest well, I haven't seen him thump his chest, but I
0: have. He does thump his chest sometimes. Ah, uh, right.
1: yes. See, okay. when he's men on men, it's. I think it's very chest thumpy.
0: But he does I mean, tend we... to keep the affection away from from the bottom area, which I, you know, usually respect. But clearly, that's that's spilled out, you know, in, into some fondling.
1: All I'm saying is that. It's hard, isn't it? Because sometimes you look at sexual assault and you go, yes, but who is doing the supposed assaulting? Because I think that'll tell you a lot.
3: You know, well, like- I understand the question, but I think the answer is the person who is doing the assault. Um, right.
0: Yeah, that does seem to make It's quite, it should be quite simple I to don't understand. Know. That, I, I, make, I, I, I think it
3: sounds a Like, bit for much, example, really. what I mean is in the case of your husband mm. and this, I assume, intern. Yes. Uh, was it an intern, or is she just a
1: female member of his oh, company? No, I don't know. She's just a little no. worky thing, a little, right. you know, little, little womany workforce person, so a female, a female colleague.
0: I think it might have been. Well, themselves. I mean, we all
3: have different names for it, don't we? Sure. Yeah. So I think in his case, it sounds like he was the one doing the assault because he's the one who touched her on the bottom without her consent.
1: Yeah, but I could stroke someone's hair without their consent. That's fine, isn't it? That's, just, that's no, just being
3: nice. No not not always actually. Oh. It really depends on the context. Again, oh it's this sort of nuance, isn't it? Oh goodness. Um, goodness. Like if it's it. a friend and, mm. and you and you're just having a nice chat and you're close to each other and you know each other, then that would be fine. But I think if you were, you know, a member of the royal household and oh, you were here each we other guest right. and you moved their dreadlocks aside without their consent then it's not assault but it is an affront do you know what rachel it goes back to the same thing who's
1: doing it and if it's a little old lady who's moving your hair then i'm sorry but that's fine let the old ladies have their rights that's what i say i i'm just for human rights of old ladies do I know what well, that is to hard fun. to argue
3: with? Really? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. They do, they do. Bless them,
3: they do. They just want to have fun. I mean, she's eighty-three. Do you know what I mean? She's, she's eighty-three. It's just awful. I do, I do hear you with that. It can be mm-hmm. hard to change people's minds once they reach I, a certain age. Yeah, I th- yeah. I
0: think it's also. You know, Harriet does have a point about there being a grey area. Certain times, I mean, some people might view the relationship that uh, we have in the workplace um, as <laughs> as an abusive one. I mean, yes, I get Wait, shouted at. Say, yes, say that. I, I have names called at me and, and 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 items thrown at me. But you just need to know more about the context, don't you? There's a and, respect and there. And
1: come on, Martin, that's just passion, you know. goes from a long line of people, from Dominic Raab to Pretty Patel, people who are just passionate and care about their jobs. Right.
3: Yeah. I am yeah. hearing quite a lot of flags connected to coercive control here, Harriet. Oh, flags. Martin, do you feel safe in the workplace?
0: Uh, s- safe? The, um... Well, no, but there's it's always a risk, ridiculous. you know, there's always safe. a risk. You can't, if, if you feel mm. safe in the place that you work, I mean, if you're not sweating, thinking, ah, is someone going to shout at me? Am I going to be th- thrown down a set of stairs? Um, what I'm going to do,
3: ha- Martin, I'm just contacting a couple of charities. Oh, for quiet. goodness okay. sake. Uh, for goodness sake. Sorry, Rachel, this is the problem. This is the problem. You, you
1: know, you're from a sort of very wokey wokey little little tribe and and what you're saying here I'm afraid it absolutely reeks of woke
3: it reeks right. of it but, well interestingly Harry I, I'm not from a wokey tribe you know my, my parents are conservative I had uh, you know uh, education from the establishment I had every opportunity to go down a a, a more you know right wing route but I think it's important to just own the the political choices that you that you make, you know, you're not you're not destined to any of them. Uh, well, Rachel, so you could still change. You could Rachel, still change your mind, you, Harriet. You were though. You you were you
1: were uh, as part of the the woke BBC when you did the Mash Report. You know? Oh, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, that is and true.
1: I think what I want to look at really is obviously in the Mash Report you were constrained by the BBC and its very sort of wokey bias, but now. You're at you're at Dave, so you don't need to do that anymore, Rachel. You can you can make <laughs> jokes about what people really think.
3: I mean the the one thing to say yeah, I mean the BBC did get rid of me. Yeah I mean you should be on my side, Harriet. The BBC got rid of me.
1: I think um, look, the BBC is very woke. There's too much wokeism going on there. And I think it's wonderful because the, the government are trying to take control of the BBC because it's got very out of control. And, of course, they've now got that wonderful man who's, who's in there, who, who did work at Downing yes. Street, and now he's... The one that
3: Emily Maitlis talked about.
1: That's the one, yes. Wokey not be Emily name, Maitlis. Yes. Yeah. And so maybe this, his one bit of hurrah, his little hurrah, was, I mean, no offence, but, you know, cleaning out the, the, the Wokey riffraff. Like me, yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I hate him. I think he's bad news. He's doing the government's but- work, trying to clean out the BBC, make it you know make it more even-handed. And how even you know you can only be even-handed when you get rid of the the one the one lefty comedy
3: program. Get rid of it. <laughs> you know. In terms of speaking the truth, at Dave, I think you've slightly misunderstood the mission of Dave as a channel. I- I don't know that they're up for kind of crusading, <laughs> political crusades. Well, you on, need to tell on, them to sort it side. out, Ready?
1: You need to take Dave in hand. You need to tell them that they're going against GB News. GB News are, are rising like a phoenix from the, oh, the ashes of Andrew Neil every day. Bigger and better. Like and a very one new, sickly phoenix.
0: One new audience member every day, I heard. Yes, wow. exactly.
1: It's not a sickly phoenix. That's, that's a
0: exponential pho- growth. Yes,
1: that's a phoenix with rather heavy wings. Who's taking its time getting up
3: there, but it's getting, it's getting up there. Yeah, a phoenix whose wings are heavy because they're slick with crude oil from oh. Shell. Oh, that's,
0: that's, oh, that's wonderful. I mean, I wouldn't like say I've gone, Shell.
3: I've gone more woke than I
1: am here. Do you know why? That's because the woke bias from the BBC is catching up with you.
3: You're probably right. Yeah. Look, I, I'd I'd love to be back on the BBC. This conversation is quite difficult because I I feel very hurt and I miss it so much. And I I used to be like, you know, I went to the BBC 100 party of like yes. new talent for the BBC, and um, well, they've never invited me back, and listen, they don't oh. commissioned any of the pictures, oh, any of no, the pictures that I've made for them, Rachel, and please they don't Rachel. talk
1: to me. Yeah, Don't be
0: upset, Rachel. Please. Listen I,
1: I, to me, my love. It looks as though that the, the BBC is getting taken over by the right people, by the government, which means that I'll soon be able to use the little revolving door between the media and yeah. and the government, and I'll just be able to pop in there and say, "I'll oh, give her a chance." I give just want to chance. have a show
3: on the BBC.
0: Um, okay, uh, Rachel, I, I actually have something that might cheer you up. Actually, yeah. it's um, it's a fun little game, and it plays to your yeah. strengths. I mean, I know okay. you're um, a, a broadcaster, but you do a lot of improvisation as yeah. well. So, yeah. um, well, I thought maybe we could pitch. I, I could throw you some ideas for um, a, a segment that either you yeah. could put in one of your shows, or maybe we could incorporate into our show. Okay, so yeah. I've just got the title of a segment. I don't know what would happen in it, but. Um, but here it goes. OK, so like maybe you it. could okay. throw some ideas at me. OK, so um, this first one's called And Another Thing. And I yeah. thought maybe, uh, you, you know, we, we're just talking, having a conversation. Then we go on to you could turn to the camera and say, and another thing, and then just talk about a different.
3: Am I Columbo in this Scenario.
0: Well, you could be. I, I did take that one from Columbo. Um, I'd
3: like that more. I'd like it if I was Columbo and I was wearing a beige jacket and I had a cigar.
0: Okay. Well, that's that's that one done. I'll put a tick next to that. Sounds quite yeah. good. Um, I've got another one here. Um, it's called yeah. "I've started, so I'll finish."
3: Oh, nice. But something interrupts me. What interrupts me? Is it a bell? Yeah. Is it, it could just
0: be a small, another... or maybe a, a dog. If you've got a... Yeah, dog barking. Any, yeah. Or just and, an and
3: interruption from a neighbour or
0: something. Just something to shake the audience up and then you go, ooh, what was that? And then you continue.
3: I like it. I'll try and introduce it, yeah.
0: Um, and I, I just... Well, we'll go with... I've got a few, but we'll just go with this one. Um, easy for you to say.
3: Yeah, I like I like that. But see, I think it would only work a fun... in particular context contexts
0: but what no i i think you could easy for you to say and then you talk about maybe something that you you don't have difficulty in
3: what i'll do i'll try these uh, out as we continue the podcast and and you rate them and see how they go
0: oh oh yeah, yeah that's that's very good yeah thank
3: you for taking that in hand um
1: rachel um now rachel um does it feel good to take a job from an ethnic minority comedian
3: Yes. 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 I've started, so I'll finish. I I wouldn't have enjoyed taking it if Nish hadn't left of his own accord. He wasn't bullied by me. That's what the lawyers are saying. Out of the job. Uh, It wasn't my fault. And he signed his name to that.
0: You're doing air quotes. It sounds like you're doing air quotes. On. No, well,
3: this no, isn't recorded, or, or is you, it? So you can't see what I'm doing. So there's no proof, no. one way or another. And also, Martin,
1: yeah. she's just speaking lawyer speak, which is a very uh, wonderful. Actually, it's it's a language I
3: respect, Rachel. Thank, Thank you, so, Harriet. I neither deny nor confirm anything regarding Nish Kumar. Yes. They've taught well, you that's well.
0: Easy. That's that's easy for you to say. <laughs> No, I wouldn't
3: put it there, Martin. It I, I don't think no. that was okay. the best place I for just,
0: it. You, no. you did a very good job with that. I've started self-finish. So I just wanted to join in. It, it doesn't join matter. i yeah. this.
1: Now, Martin sort of wanged on about improv for a bit, but you don't just uh, satirise the news, do you? You also satirise Jane Austen That's with right. uh, Ostentatious. And That's right, yeah. So what is it, and why do you only satirise a female writer?
3: Improv is uh, making up uh, scenes or games or performing to people in a way which is completely unplanned and unscripted. It's usually based on uh, a suggestion or suggestions from the audience and you can do it as a group or a duo or on your own. Uh, That's sort of making it up as you go along. It's making it up as you go along, yeah, exactly. Um, And there's lots of different ways to do it. The way we do it is to build a whole story with a cast of characters uh, over the course of a couple of hours from an audience title. And the reason that we chose to do it about a female writer is because she's so popular. So that's good for women, really, isn't it? Because she's already an incredibly popular figure. So
0: yes. we Well, wanted she's to... on the money. She's so on, the money. Yeah, yeah, she on the
3: money, yeah. She wasn't on
1: the money when we started, but she is now. That was, you, that was from that a was... rather silly campaign. That... I mean...
3: I don't oh. know if that By, counts. Oh, I love Caroline Criado Perez. I thought that she did a fantastic job, you know, bringing a woman who's really respected uh, for her art. Well, and her it
1: was she was just a bit unnecessary. I mean, I think that, that that you know that time could have gone into campaigning to get Ian Duncan Smith on the notes. You know, that's just that who you choose. Well, you know him yeah. or Winston Churchill. I just think there are other right, people right. that might have been better instead yeah. of. Look, I've got nothing against Jane Austen. You know, I liked Pride and Prejudice with Colin Firth. I thought it was wonderful. But yeah. let's let's have the sensible people on the notes, please. You know, let's let's just have them on.
3: Do you mean uh, men, or do you mean not non-writers?
1: No, I just mean you know the people in charge,
3: sensible people, serious right. people. Do you uh, consider yourself a feminist? Ugh, I mean, <laughs> oh, sorry, I just, I just... It's
0: one of those sort of tricky uh, words, isn't it? Oh, it's uh,
3: mm-hmm.
1: just, I mean, uh, I just don't, I don't, ah, uh, no, I just don't, I, I can't answer that question, I'm sorry. I won't right. do it. Right, right. I won't do it. I won't do it. But it's session obsession think... with asking female broadcasters whether they're a feminist.
0: I, well, I, I consider, wouldn't consider ask... myself... A feminist. Rachel. Martin, no I,
1: one's asking you. They don't care.
0: You're right. And I should give you space because there's enough male voices in this male-dominated yes, yes, environment. Yes, yes. So, so that's oh, easy for you to say. Oh, there we go. <laughs> that was there we go. perfectly deployed. Oh, this is great.
3: Um Rachel, the thing I've is got... Harry. I wouldn't ask mm. most women if they were a feminist. I really have, I've never asked anyone that on broadcast actually. I have only I'm only asking you because I am <gasps> interested. I mean, uh, sorry I but just Do you think do you
1: think uh, that
3: you're up uh, to say a job, uh, uh, a political job uh, yes. uh, or would uh, if you had the relevant interests and qualifications, would yeah. you think that you were as up to the task as any man would be? Well, I mean, I think you would. Yes, of course I would. Yes, yeah, of course I
1: know things. I believe in you, Harriet. But this isn't about me, Rachel. This is an interview about you. And what I want to know Mm. is that, you know, you've done lots of things. You've done TV, radio, stage, podcasts. Are you, you, Rachel, ever tempted to jack it all in, get married and have a baby like a normal woman?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've, I've done that. I, I, I didn't jack it in. I, I am. I'm married and I've got a baby. So I, I, I. did it. I. Your I, I, poor I did husband. Both. Your poor husband. What? He's okay, really. Is he having to? What's?
1: Oh my goodness. What's? Is he, he having he, to do everything? No, we. No, we the we nanny. have oh, got a nanny.
3: Yeah. We we just share it. Uh, we share
0: the, the work of. Uh, so, almost you know, like a, a normal family.
1: Though, do you know yeah, what? This like, like life a life normal shit. family, yeah. But this is the thing wow. with today, is so much is expected of men. I mean, so much. My heart goes is out it? to them. Yes, it's so hard being a man these days. I mean, you're expected <laughs> to do so
3: much. So well, much. I would say he's, he's expected to, uh, to go to work sometimes mm. and to look after the baby sometimes mm. and to be a good husband sometimes and I'm expected to go to work sometimes and look after the baby sometimes and be a nice wife sometimes.
1: And do some improv about Jane Austen.
3: Yeah, yeah. Absolute biscuit. He doesn't ask me to do that. I I quite like doing it. So yeah, I I don't know that we ask... I think we ask more of men than we used to because we ask them, I think now, perhaps, to adhere to a better behavioural code and to understand things that should have been understood for centuries.
1: Well, Rachel, it was nice having you on. And
3: thank you for giving your viewpoint on things. Thank you for having me, Harriet. And I'm using the and word nice in inverted commas in the same way that you did.
0: And exactly. another thing. We'd, nice, we'd I like to that one, on Martin. In, in, I like in that future, one. If, if you ever do care to come back on. I'd love thank to, I'd love yeah. to. Okay, good.
3: It's really important. If I can just say this before I go. I've right been told you know Mm. that it's really important to not just preach to the choir right to have your bubble and talk so you know i i really like you know coming on and talking to you harriet because it's important to speak to people who you might not agree with and try and you know influence them yes
1: i that's i'm i'm all for that i'm all about martin will tell you i'm always talking to people who i don't agree with it's really really good of me martin for once Actually, I don't listen to Martin. Though I talk, it's talk more to a
0: sort of him. One way street is yes. It? Yeah, yes, right. I think
3: that's actually I mean, but, that's probably the way to do it. Again, um, Martin, I'm I'm emailing you a, a few a few links to some helplines. That's Okay,
1: Well, that was the show. Please do pop in again next week because we have another show, don't we? And it'll be our Christmas special. That Martin?
0: Oh, yo, yo ho ho, and a bottle of. Egg dog, I've got my pirates and Santa confused there. Um, Yeah, no, do get in touch and uh, let us know what you're thinking about the show so far. Leave us a review, why don't you? Five stars, please. <laughs> that would be a nice little Christmas present. Uh, and, and why not a little uh, compliment? Or, uh, you know, we don't want to Yeah, we
1: deserve that. that. We deserve that this year. We have been good.
0: Exactly. Just some nice words would be all that we're asking for.
1: With thanks to Rosie Holt, Brendan Murphy, Suze Kempner, Ed Morrish, and special guest Rachel Paris. See you next week for some more non-censored...